This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Together we are Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And do not forget, do not forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We got plenty of questions when it comes to the AFC teams and the offseason. That has begun in earnest. We're going to get to those questions. And oh yeah, we're going to have some answers coming up in about 10 minutes. But we need answers from you, you, and of course you at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry call them line. Who needs to win the NFL offseason the most? My man Harry Douglas believes it is the Dallas Cowboys. Enough said. I believe it's the San Francisco 49ers. It was not enough said until they fired the defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, and they've been a championship-less organization since 1994. But it's your turn at 888-729-3776. Joseph in Indianapolis. Who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why? I'd say uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, too, because you, I know we went to the Super Bowl and I know we led the league in drop passes, but we got to do better in catching the ball, and we got to find somebody that can do it. Rasheed Rice, he, uh, he coming up, he had a good end of the season, but we need more than just him. We can't depend on a rookie to be able to get us there. Pat can't do it all. At first when I saw that, I was like, the Chiefs, but his explanation is not all point, by the way. Well, no, I think from a wide receiver standpoint, they're going to have to get someone else that they can count on. I love the growth of Rasheed Rice and how he was able to be that guy after Travis Kelsey that Patrick Mahomes can count on. Right. But moving forward, when you have so much coming back from other teams and the competition, you're going to have to make sure you have that guy that can win one-on-one, that can go up and get the football, yeah. uh, whether you do that in free agency or you draft another one. Yeah, no doubt about that. Great stuff by you. Bobby T in Arizona, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why? Uh, Freddie, uh, you know, you're smooth, dude. Your your last name shouldn't be Coleman. It should be Coltrane. <laughs> you know what? You guys have a great show. Thank you, brother. And, and you know what? Harry Douglas, okay, Harry Douglas, 310 receptions and almost 4,000 yards. I, I look up to you, man. You're the electric apostle in my in my world. Nice. So God bless you. God Thank bless you. you back. Thank you so much. Uh, hey, so I'm going to say the Bengals. Here's why. I, I think what they need to do is they need to get somebody that's a monster on defense to, to rush. I mean, aside from adding a, a tackle as well. But uh, that's that's what I would say. I think Joe Burrow, by the way, is the pick over Pat Mahomes, so thank you, Harry. I know <laughs> you know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'll say as, as far as defensively for Cincinnati, yeah, you, uh-huh. you, you're you going to have to go out there and get another guy that can, you know, impose his will on the quarterback, right? Yeah. Be, yeah, Hubbard's be not the offensive bad. line one-on-one yeah. and go get that quarterback and stop him like we've seen Chris Jones do so many times for the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. And more than ever before, and not just in that division, but in the AFC, just about every week, you're going against a dude at quarterback. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. When Deshaun Watson comes back from Cleveland, I think he's going to play much better in 2024, being a lot healthier mentally and physically. Justin Herbert now has Jim Harbaugh as the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. You're going to be facing a dude at quarterback just about every week in the AFC. You need somebody that when the quarterback looks on the other side and he says, if my offensive lineman don't block him, I'm going to be handing the ball to the referee on my back. And that's the last thing you want to have in the back of your mind when it comes to playing quarterback in the AFC. Also, by the way, my favorite jazz artist of all time is John Coltrane. 
Ooh. Yeah, so he, okay. he, he put that out like Freddie Coltrane, my favorite <laughs> jazz artist of all time. The sun rises and sets on John but Coltrane. But you, listen, you, 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 you are as smooth as they come, Freddie. Well, I'm not the electric disciple that you are. I love that nickname he gave you. you the electric <laughs> disciple, part of the electric circus. Those things go hand in hand when it comes to Harry Douglas here on Freddie and Harry. So I'm digging that one. That, that I'll give him credit. He's getting credit. But now you're the electric disciple from now on <laughs> when it comes to Harry Douglas. Langston in California, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most? And why, Langston? Hi, how you guys doing? We're good, my man. Um, I, as much as I want to say my, my Saints, as much as I want to tell them they need to win the offseason, I know we're, we're going to be bad for a minute because, again, I don't know what's going on with our team. But I think the two teams that really need to win the offseason uh, are the Buffalo Bills or the Houston Texans. Because if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I think this is the offseason where I should, should be looking to shop Stephon Diggs and kind of move off of him and go into the factor of let's try to go get a top 10 pick and try to trade somewhere to where I can get one of those wide receivers from Washington. You know, hey, I might even be able to get a top five pick and try to go get a Marvin Harrison Jr. I know it's it's doubtful, but why not shop around Stephon Diggs? And even if I'm the Texans, you know, let me go let me go try to get uh, C.J. Stroud. As much as Take Dell is is had a great season last year, why not try to go get him a bona fide number one? So then Tank Dell can be that solidified number two, kind of like Jamar Chase. And um, T. Higgins, you kind of get a, a, a duo like that with with C.J. Stroud at Houston. I think that would be really, really scary for the for the Texans, and I think it would benefit the um, the Bills as well because now you have Josh Allen still being him, but he gets a younger receiver who's not as much of a hot head and is coming in ready to work and put up numbers. So I think that those two need to need to work this off season. So I'll, I'll say this about the Bills first. I don't believe the Buffalo Bills should move on from Stephon Diggs right now. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. You're talking about a guy over the last four years, 445 receptions, over 5,300 yards and 37 touchdowns. Uh, he's had over 100 yards, uh, 100, 100 catches in each of the last four years. So yeah. I don't think they need to move on from him just yet. What I do believe is that they need, Gabe Davis is a free agent. They need to get someone opposite of him. Mm -hmm. And even if they do bring in somebody, that young guy could still learn and not have all that pressure on him in year one to be the number one guy for Josh Allen. And when it comes to the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud, the way he played this season – you look at the cap space that the that the that the Houston Texans have. Players are going to want to come play in Houston. Mm -hmm. They want to play for D'Amico Ryan's. They want right. to play for the offensive system that the Texans have. And then C.J. Stroud at the quarterback position. And we can't just dismiss Nico Collins and what he was able to do either. No doubt. Tank Dale is going to mean a lot to this offense moving forward. He's a guy that you know C.J. Stroud vouched for drafting wise. So I just think the Houston Texans they're on the up and up, man, even yep. more so than this year. When it comes to the Buffalo Bills, and I'll stay with them and because you're right by the Houston Texans, you can find a wide receiver in this draft in the second or third round, whether it's Devontae Walker, North Carolina, Keon Coleman of Florida State, Adonai Mitchell of Texas, Xavier Leggett of South Carolina. In the second or third round, not if, but when you move on from Gabe Davis and Buffalo, you're going to find a quality wide receiver to be on the other side of Stephon Diggs. I'm with you. I'm not moving on from a guy. I think they need to give him the ball a little bit more because they went to a more of a varied offense to help out Josh Allen. When you got a number one dude in the outside, everything should flow through him and everybody else feed off of that when it comes to Stephon Diggs. But you're going to replace Gabe Davis, and you will. You will not lack for wide receivers in the second or third round if you're the Buffalo Bills, where you don't have to worry about giving up draft capital and trading up to get a Marvin Harrison Jr. in the top five. 
You're going to find a quality guy to be a perfect number two to the number one. That is Stephon Diggs of the Buffalo Bills. And also for Buffalo, they have some key pieces defensively that they need to make a decision and say, Absolutely. hey, are we resigned? Michael Hyde is one of those guys at the safety position yeah. and making sure he's back in Buffalo. Or are they going to move on from him? So they got some key decisions defensively coming up in free agency. Yeah, I would hate to see Michael Hyde leave that team, but if he does, he won't be on the street for long. <laughs> right about that say, one. Someone will sign him and say, we'll drive you to our facility because that's how talented he is at that safety position. Art in North Carolina here. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776. Art, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why? Well, somewhere little Richard is smiling in his grave. <laughs> because? <laughs> because of what I said last week about Kyle Shanahan. But I digress. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. I forgot about that. Spot on. Way to bring receipts, Art. Way to bring the receipts. <laughs> but who needs to win the offseason the most is the Giants, man. Okay. We got the worst quarterback in the division. Ooh. Our offensive line will give up more sacks than a potato race. Oh Lord. And we need to and we need to hire Jerry Maguire so we can please show Saquon so we can please show Saquon Barkley the money. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to let Giants fans weigh on this one. Shannon Penn and Devin Kane are producers. This is Freddie, your we, ball. We, we don't even have to troll we Devin and Shannon today. Not at all. But people are doing our dirty work for us. So yes, they are. Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, you heard Art North Carolina said about you guys are part of Big Blue Brothers and Big Blue Nation. What you got to say about what Art said about your New York Giants? Hey, man, let's get it. Oh, Zach. He only had a word. Someone at right tackle who's not a sieve. Yeah, okay. True. Kick Evan Neal to the, to the guard or something. Okay. Or to the bench, one of the two. Okay, just kick him out, right? All right. Give me give me Danny Dimes some weapons. I need Malik Neighbors on the squad. What Let's, about Danny Dimes? What about Danny healthy? Dimes? Get healthy. Get healthy. He well, excuse me. Here? I don't know. Why, why am I calling him Danny Dimes? What about Daniel Jones? There you go. I, I just said we need, he needs some more weapons. Mm-hmm. I said, what about, what about Daniel Jones, you the mean, quarterback? What about mean, the quarterback position? You mean the nickname? You don't I, want no, no, no. I Danny think, Dimes I think if, if the Giants – sure up that offensive line, get him one or two more weapons, we could see a season that he had when he won a playoff game. Okay. All right. So you're telling there. you're telling the entire courtroom that you trust Daniel Jones. I didn't say that, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I said he hasn't had the full complement of opportunity oh, with weapons, Lord. offensive line, before I'm willing to make the ultimate decision. Shannon, he Shannon might feel you? differently. I, I was about to say, Shannon, is he speaking for you? What year is this for Daniel Jones? Four. Is it year four? No, I think this is no. Five. Is it five? Well, I mean, last year he really didn't play. So, technically, it's year four. <laughs> he got All right, I'll be honest about Daniel Jones. Uh, is he limited? Yes. Is he, is he uh, talented when healthy? Yes. Um, have the Giants given him the most weapons around him? No, they haven't. Have they provided a good offensive line? No, they haven't. Is it time to move on from Daniel Jones? Yes. Man, you sound like a funeral director. It hurts. I, it I know. Don't ask me if I'm okay right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm hurt. He sounds like he's at the Penn Funeral Family Home for Giants fans. That's what he sounds like right now. How much do you guys love this right now? Harry, Harry, how much do you love this? I really I, don't love I, it. I, You're I, smiling I, ear to ear right now. Yes, because, I mean, mm-hmm. Giants fans, I'm here to also let you know that 
all bad things must come to an end. Just like people yeah. say all good things come to an end, all yeah. bad things must come to an end. There is hope. Mm-hmm. I just don't know when the breakthrough and the hope is going to come. Yeah. But there yeah. is hope. Yeah, there There's is. light at the end of the yeah. tunnel. I don't want the Giants to be bad because I want that division to be competitive when it comes to Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys, and Washington Commanders because I want that division to be what we saw at AFC North this year where all four teams finish above 500 and have won at least nine games. That's what I want to see. I don't want the Giants to continue to be bad because then you guys have that hangdog look all from September through December, January because your Giants aren't doing anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't want y'all mopey dur- right. during the season. I want y'all excited Exactly, yeah. I don't want you guys to feel defeated by September. What fun is that for the show? Exactly. Like it was last year. By September 20th, these two dudes were done. We yeah, don't want what, that. Like what can be worse? Like having – Having your hopes up, and then you reach the playoffs, and your team underperforms in the playoffs. But you reach the playoffs, and you lose, and you lose at home. It, well, that's the Cowboys' way. I fur- I fully understand that <laughs> when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys lately. I completely understand that. But I'm not going to stop wanting my team to do better. Harry, I don't feel defeated about that. I mean, I feel awful, but not defeated. Harry, you know oh. who the Giants play in the A in the ATL next year? They, uh-uh. they- they play the Falcons. Uh-huh. Road trip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Road trip. Uh-huh. Road trip. Sounds good to me. We coming down into the that's, A. That's what sounds I'm saying. Sounds good like we Ursha. We coming we gonna down. Ha- we're gonna have What's us up, a nice time, fellas. A very uh, nice we, time. We gonna head down there. I'm, I'm I know thinking. I'm gonna love Atlanta. I'm gonna set up. Yes. You and oh, Dev ah. gonna love the Peachtree District. I can man, promise you. Dev gonna love Atlanta. Dev for the culture. So yeah. I know he gonna love Atlanta. Man, he's never gonna look at sweet potato pie and peach cobbler the same ever again once he goes down there. Dev, I just talking about food <laughs> i just i just ordered my wife at this place downtown uh okay. for valentine's day this it's a chocolate shop okay. i know you would love that shop Dev. oh yeah i love chocolate Devin loves the chocolate shop uh, <laughs> yes he does <laughs> The, the culture fits, Brother Dev. Yes. And Dev wants that culture just wrap him up like a big old warm hug. Roy the truck driver, one of our favorites, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why, my friend? Freddie. Yes, sir. Man, I can't believe you not with Harry on this. Now, you know, Dallas ain't been there in so long, it's ridiculous. I don't know what they got to do, but Frisco been popping pretty good lately. Dallas is the one in the shadows thinking everybody going to do something over there. They need some bigger folks, man. Get to, get their team back big like they was back in the 90s because Dallas ain't going to win until they fix that line. That line, they just too weak. Them guys, number six and number seven, he don't even want to tackle. All them guys want to do is strip the ball. They don't want to get hurt. Look, come on, Freddie. The Dallas Roy, Cowboys Roy. need to come on. What? Roy, Roy, are you driving right now? Roy, don't be wetting me, Roy. <laughs> look, 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 I'm parked at a Walmart right now. Get ready to go get me some money. But you know what? Man, all these Walmarts I go on with this Dallas shirt is causing me hell, y'all. Y'all don't know me. Man, they're killing me. They're killing me. <laughs> the reason I didn't the Dallas Cowboys is because we get asked that question every year. Which team needs to win the NFL offseason the most? It's the Dallas Cowboys. They win the offseason. That's not the issue with Dallas. When they've signed Dak Prescott, they've drafted well, they've gotten free agents. Winning the offseason the most, that's not what the Cowboys need to win. They need to win in the postseason because they win the offseason all the time. So I'm not going to pick low-hanging fruit when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Now the 49ers, they's different because the way they lost that Super Bowl, had a 10-point lead, and then they fired a defensive coordinator, there may be more questions about that team trying to win a Super Bowl than the Dallas Cowboys. That's not a question with Dallas. Until they get there, we know they're not going to go to the Super Bowl in Dallas. Also, Roy, stop taking so long to call in. We love yeah. when you call in. 
It's been a while. It's we love a, hearing your voice, my man. It's, it's definitely been a minute, but hey, Royce, like, look, he got things to do in Walmart. You got Royce to, say, I'm parked at a Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> Respect the hustle. Embrace the hustle when it comes to Walmart, and you got to walk through and make sure you get the right thing. Roger in Virginia, thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas, Freddie Cohen together at 888-729-3776. That Roger, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why? What's going on, fellas? Love it. So I'm going to say my Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Harry, if the Steelers address those areas that you talked about and they end up getting Justin Fields, would that put them back in the Super Bowl contention? Yeah, I would believe so. Because I think in that division, number one, you do need a quarterback. But the simple fact that you have to be, I think, well-balanced, right? Your offensive line has to be up to par. Mm-hmm. Your linebackers have to be able to, I won't say play at a level that we've seen Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, yeah. but in that division where teams are so good rushing the football, you got to have those guys that can run sideline to sideline, get downhill, and also be great in the pass game at the yeah. linebacker position. Yeah. And we all already know when it comes to the National Football League in 2024, you have to be able to defend the pass, right? So your back end and your front end, they have to co- and coincide with one another. The worst defense in that division is Cincinnati, and that's not a bad defense. That shows how good all four defenses are in the AFC North. When you got Pittsburgh, even with their injuries, they'll fight you to the last second. We know how good the Ravens are, and Queen was the number one defense in the NFL, the way they get out the quarterback and start running games before they ran into the Houston Texans and got buzzsawed in that ball game on the road in Houston. But you better be able not just to play defense, but impactful defense in that division because you got teams that are very dynamic when it comes to Cincinnati offensively and Joe Burrow's healthy. The Baltimore Ravens, we saw how dynamic they were before they played Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. And, hell, Joe Flacco made the Cleveland Browns look dynamic, even though he threw a pick or two. You got to be able on defense to be a dynamic defense. If you're not in that division, it's going to be a very long 60 minutes, six times a year if you don't have that kind of defense in the AFC North. Blitz in Virginia. Which team needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why? What's up, my brother? What's up? What's up? What's up? We're good. We're good. Yeah, and, and, and Freddie, we got a lot in common, man. What's that? Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. and the New York Jets. Yeah. But more so the Cowboys. Thank you. Blitz, you are not my one of my new <laughs> favorite people. Sticking it to Harry Douglas, <laughs> Shannon Penn, and Devin Kane. Half Blitz, Blitz, Half Blitz, Blitz, Blitz. He's my man. He can't do it. Nobody can. Atta well, boy, Blitz. Well, you, you're right, yeah. Blitz. You and, blitzed the entire show with that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, I, I do recall you mentioning a little way back about uh, poor Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Freddie's you know, mud I hole. I a little something about poor Freddie. Yeah, poor Freddie's mud, mud hole. Yeah, absolutely. On Farmer's Boulevard. Merrick Boulevard, excuse me, yeah, in Queens, yeah. New York. That's right. Well, I was born and raised in Hollis, Queens, so I know all about what? that. The home of Run DMC? Yes, what? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, Went to school oh, with Stephen A. Oh, wow. In St. Albans, New York, then. Yes, oh, man. Sir. Oh, man. Talk about, yes, three, talk about two degrees of separation. I knew Blitz my new favorite person. Yeah. Hey, 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 hold on. Was, were you guys there at the same time, you and Stephen A.? Well, I'm going to give you a story, a quick, short story. Okay. We went to the same high school. He was the sports editor for Thomas Edison High School. Right. And when he left, I actually took over after he left. But I was nowhere on his caliber. I just wanted the free Knicks tickets and get to travel around and put put my little articles together. But I – I, um, I, I, I took over after he left. But he was the man. That's all he did was – Talk sports, breathe sports, twenty four seven. Right, and and, and how and how valuable was the geo card back then, Blitz? 
The Geo card? Oh, yeah. The Geo card you got in high school that got you discounted tickets? Oh, oh man. Man. Oh, man. I was – I was. let's just say that I had a lot going on with the Geo office. Uh, where I, office <laughs> where I didn't have to worry about nothing. I didn't have to. I didn't have to worry about nothing. Bus passes. Absolutely. Nothing. Oh man. So so why the Cowboys need to win nothing, the offseason? I don't know statue of limitations, so I'm gonna keep that quiet. Got a boy. The secret's safe with us. So why did the Cowboys need to win the offseason the most in the NFL? I don't know. From a from a fan standpoint, it's just sickening, man. I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of all the haters. And you got to remember too, a lot of the haters were actually Cowboy fans on the low back in the 90s That's and i true. got some giants fans that i know that jumped on that bandwagon in the 90s wow. but it's it's time for us to get past all of that and and get back to being who we are yeah and who we known for what we're known for yeah put it this way blitz could have told me to cure, cure for cancer the minute he says the jets and cowboys fan bravo bravo and he's also a fellow queensite like i am too man oh man <laughs> I knew this day could get any better. Keep weighing in. Who needs to win the NFL offseason the most? Keep weighing in on the Freddie and Harry call-in line at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. And their questions in the AFC for the offseason. What are the biggest questions in that conference? Those answers are next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. You put us together, you get Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You can bundle home and auto and save. You can do that by visiting Progressive.com. That is Progressive.com. So there's a story right now on ESPN.com because ever since Kansas won the Super Bowl, now we have the long national nightmare known as the NFL offseason. Although you blink your eyes, it's going to be the draft and then preseason. Then the regular season, we'll be doing that all over again. But until then, they have 32 questions regarding offseason questions, one for each team in the AFC and the NFC. So we're going to bring in Shannon Penn. He's going to have certain AFC offseason questions that he needs answer from Messrs. Coleman and Douglas, and we do that right now on ESPN Radio. All right, we're going to start at the top with the Kansas City Chiefs. Freddie, can the Chiefs keep their defense together? 
they're going to lose one, maybe two pieces. I don't think they're going to re-sign Willie Gay, and he even said as much in January that he's probably going to have to move on and get a bigger contract. I don't think they'll be able to keep LeJarrius Sneed, although I think they'll do everything they can to keep him, but not at the expense of Chris Jones. So that answer is going to be no. But LeJarrius Sneed, he wants to stay in Kansas City. When he was on Up and Adams, the podcast on FanDuel TV, he – had a message with the general manager, Brett Veach of Kansas City. What would you like to say as we wrap the show up here to Brett Veach? And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I think that we have to wrap it there. Pay the man. Pay that man his money, Harry Douglas. Yeah, we're probably seeing him in Atlanta. Uh, I think he's going to be a target <laughs> okay. for the Atlanta Falcons to, okay. to be able to get a corner that can play man coverage, also be physical at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. That's not what the Kansas City Chiefs do. They, that's not what they've shown us over the few years. Marcus Peters, they let go. Shavarius Ward, they let go. They believe in their coaching that they can develop their young talent. They have Jalen Watson and also Joshua Williams that's waiting to be a corner along with Trent McDuffie, who was an all-pro. All right, Harry, will the Dolphins extend to a contract? What say you? Personally, I wouldn't. Um, I would let him play under this fifth-year option uh, just because when it comes to the quarterback position and if I'm going to pay someone top-dollar money, I want to see that guy play outside in in the confines of the offense. When things break down, I need to see you go be great like I see a lot of other quarterbacks. For Tua Tonga-Valoa, I think so much of his productivity has come from being on time, anticipation, being on schedule. Now, he does have some a few plays here and there that's off script, but I want to see it on a consistent base when, when the plays break down. Oh, they're going to resign him. They're going to extend his contract because they have a lot invested in him. And when you're that high in the draft and you fit what they do when it comes to Miami Dolphins, like you mentioned, timing, running game, everything on point, He's going to have to learn when things get off schedule, how can you make a play with your legs? How can you maneuver yourself in the pocket? And also that falls on Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Because if I'm him, Harry, I'm showing him a tape of Brock Purdy of San Francisco. They're running the same exact offense. When things got off schedule, he was able to make plays outside the pocket with his legs, extend the play, and find the guy downfield. If I'm Mike McDaniel, I'm showing Tua Tungvaluwa that film of what Brock Purdy can do, and he's been in that offense about the same time when it comes to Tua Tungvaluwa. They're going to extend his contract, but I'm showing him film exactly what that can look like when things don't go according to schedule in that timing precision offense of the Miami Dolphins. Freddie, can your New York Jets repair their broken offense enough to save Coach Robert Sala's job? <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute, Freddie. Okay. Why, why did he emphasize broken where's like the that? Li- where's the lie? Well, it wasn't no lie. Yeah, I know why he emphasized it. Broken. Yeah, no. Yeah, he, <laughs> put it this way, Harry. He's he's not right for saying it, but he's not wrong when he's it comes to the New York Jets. <laughs> you know, I get as a Giants fan trolling me like that. He's Broken. Not, right. He's not right for saying it. But he ain't wrong when it comes to the New York Jets. The best way to repair that broken offensive line 
is you got to have a whole bunch of different dudes, not name a Kai Beckton on that offensive line. Move him inside the guard because that's where he's best suited, either left guard or right guard, and do that in the draft and in free agency. The guys you have right now are not good enough, and they can't stay healthy. If Ali Veritecker comes back, then that's a guy you can build around, but he has not been able to stay healthy the first couple of seasons. you got to have a backup plan for that. But other than him, Makai Becton, find three new dudes in that offensive line and cross your fingers and hope you're the New York Jets. I would say saving Robert Sala's job, uh, man, that's the plan. I think that O-line, getting another wide receiver, making sure Aaron Rodgers is healthy, you have to bank on all three of those things. What is the likelihood of all three of those things happening? Mm. I don't know, but that's the plan. Off-season questions regarding the AFC. We're doing it too with our man Shannon Penn, our producer, on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Shannon Penn, let the questions continue. All right, we're looking at off-season questions. There's a story right now on ESPN.com, a question for each team. Right now we're focusing on the AFC. Harry, the next question, who will be Kenny Pickett's competition for QB1 in Pittsburgh? Well, you have three choices, in my opinion. Ryan Tannehill, and the reason why his name is brought up because he played for Arthur Smith in Tennessee, and those two guys had a lot of success together. You look at Russell Wilson and how he played better than he did the previous year, Mm -hmm. but there are still more plays out there to be made, in my opinion, that I felt like Russ could have been able to make. And then you got Justin Fields. So I think it's going to be between one of those three guys. We don't know who that guy is yet. To me, I think Kenny Pickett's main competition is going to be Russell Wilson because Shannon used the word broken when it came to the Jets' offense and the offensive line. Russell Wilson is broken. You couldn't find a better guy to heal him and repair him than a guy like Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers because Mike Tomlin is going to emphasize what you do best. And even if you make a mistake, he's not going to make you feel as if you're the worst football player ever because Russell Wilson went through that a lot last year with Sean Payton. He was very, very measured with his, with his praise, but, boy, he lit him up with that criticism time and time again. If anybody can be repaired mentally and physically, a quarterback in the NFL, Russell Wilson going to that guy and being the main competition with Kenny Pickett, he gets around Mike Tomlin. He's going to be the starting quarterback day one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, last one, Freddie. How much more change will the Ravens' defense undergo? Really not much. I mean, Matabuki, they got to sign him because that guy's a stud on the inside. They got the linebackers. They got guys that can rush the pass. They led the NFL in sacks, even though they, didn't, they did not have the Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett kind of guy. But that's a sound defense. Other than the first couple of drives against Kansas City, they shut down the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. They, keep, they can keep guys in the back end healthy. There really isn't anything this defense needs to do. I know they lost Mike McDonald. He's now the head coach of Seattle. But whoever they bring in place, they got a sound defense. They got a sound scheme. They're going to be okay in Baltimore. Yeah, I think pass rush is key here. Jadavion Clowney, he had his career kind of resurrected mm-hmm. being in Baltimore under Mike McDonald and his system. Absolutely. Uh, Matabuki, he had a phenomenal year. You're not going to be able to sign both of those guys unless, you know, one of them take a friendly deal. And if I'm Matabuki, I'm not doing that. Jadavion Clowney will probably have to be that guy in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But they still got playmakers all across the defense. Uh, Patrick Queen is a guy mm-hmm. that, that's interesting. Because yeah. I don't know if you're going to be able to keep him with the contract that Roquan Smith has. Yeah, I wonder if some guys will have to have the, have the word they don't want to hear, restructuring, when it comes to their contracts. Because Queen and Smith, 
they go together, like Forrest Gump said, like peas and carrots when they play linebacker with the Baltimore Ravens, part of that defense. Secondary, too. They, they, they got some pieces. They got some pieces. Some, yeah. Mm-hmm. They got to they gotta get more in, sec- in the secondary. See, here's why I don't worry about that, the Baltimore Ravens. Their scouting department is unbelievable. Yeah. They got to start Oz, Ozzie Newsom. It continues right now. They will find players where you don't think they can find players. That's a big trust factor I have in the Baltimore Ravens. We want to continue to hear from you at 888-729-3776. That's triple H say ESPN and the Freddie Harry calling line. Who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why? Harry believes in the Dallas Cowboys. I believe it's the San Francisco 49ers. What about you at 888-729-3776? And big news out of Major League Baseball that could affect that sport and its future sooner than later. That's next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. It is Freddie and Harry on Sirius X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Let us know anything you got to say. We want to see it at Coleman ESPN at HDUX83. That comes to the Twitter hotline. But how about you on the call-in line at 888-729-3776? We want to hear from you. Who needs to win the NFL offseason the most? Harry Douglas, the team you say are the Dallas Cowboys because... Uh, they got to be balanced offensively. They need a running back. They also need a linebacker with size. But most importantly, we're talking about Dak Prescott's contract. And I kind of think that overshadows everything else that Jerry Jones, who says he wants to go all in, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't get Dak Prescott's situation squared away, I don't know how you can go all in. Yeah, for me, it's the San Francisco 49ers. We know they're all in, but the way they lost that Super Bowl, having a lead on Kansas City, and they moved on from the defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Rumors are out there that Brandon Staley, former Chargers head coach, could be in line to become the next defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. That should automatically lead to more questions in the offseason when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers, if that's going to happen. Let us know about you, what NFL team. I wish we could see the look at Harry's face right now when I said that rumors are out there, reports are out there that Brandon Staley could be the new defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. It's a a crazy world we live in, boy. (laughs) 888-729-3776. Robert in Maryland, who needs to win the NFL the offseason the most and why? (laughs) Y'all guys are too much. Y'all, y'all are the best talk show on sports talk show and radio by far. Thank you, brother. Y'all, y'all are that. awesome. Thank you. Um, Freddie, I want to call you out a little bit on something. You said something about the Cowboys mm-hmm. winning all season all the time. Okay. Man, the Cowboys could drop the puddle of mud, and the media <laughs> would make it look like that was the best thing they could ever have done to get them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> besides that, <laughs> besides, so my, my opinion is the Bengals. Joe Burrow has shown that he can beat Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He has shown that in the past. Give him a couple more pieces, he may be able to get over the top and get and knock him off his throne. Yeah, I think most importantly, uh, what are you going to do with T. Higgins? Yeah. And Tyler Boyd also, both of those guys are free agents. Are you going to franchise him so he can – most likely have another year with the Cincinnati Bengals. Jamar Chase, he's going to want a contract. Do you do that this offseason or do you wait one more year? Uh, you got to get another tackle. Uh, they spent a lot of money in, in investing into that offensive line with other players uh, up front. Also, defensively, from a D line perspective, you got to get a, a guy that's a straight dog to go get the opposing team's quarterback as well. I got a pretty good idea where this is going, but let's hear from Cajun Cowboys fan on who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why. Hit it. 
Yeah, hey, pretty heavy. I love the show. Let me tell y'all right now. That's what I want to tell you first. I love this show. Y'all are hilarious. But let me tell you, the Cowboys are the team in the NFC that need to have the best offseason ever. You know why? Let me tell you why. Because Cowboys need to do two things. One, they need Jerry Jones to quit talking. He ain't played football since 1964. It's been a long time. Arkansas Redback. It's been a long time since he played. Let the coaches coach. Let the player play. And then they, they, they got a good quarterback, got a good wide receiver, defense pretty good, right? And then the second thing is, this is very important now, okay, very important. Stephen A. Smith needs to quit talking. He bring that bad juju on the cowboy every year. All he does is talk about the cowboy. He was Stephen A. Smith, but he's something else. Let me tell you, he quit talking. We win some more football games to play on. I'm just saying. <laughs> the sad part is, Cajun Cowboys fan, the more the Cowboys keep doing this to me and you, the more he going to talk on first take when it comes to Stephen A. Smith. Freddie, you know why I love the South? One of mm-hmm. the main reasons why I love the South mm-hmm. is people like Cajun Cowboys. Amen. Amen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's why I love the South, man, the different accents yep. when people are from different areas. Mm-hmm. I just love the countryness. Yep, I'm with you. I, yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. I, lo- I love yeah. it, man. Yeah, I have relatives in Lafayette, Louisiana, and believe me, a lot of them speak like Cajun Cowboys fan. And the first time I went down there, I kind of needed an interpreter. Went down a couple more times. I didn't have to worry about it. Understood exactly what they were saying. I was able to had deciphered that myself and did not need a translator for well, a couple I, of times. So it was I'll different. be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, like when I got in media, that that's one of the things that I had to work on because, you know, down south, like mm-hmm. we run a lot of our words together. Right. Oh, and absolutely. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. able to uh, announce things so people could understand every word that's coming out of my mouth. That's something I had to work on early on in my career because yeah. you, you can't be like that. You can be yourself on TV and radio. Absolutely. But people have to have the ability to understand what you're saying and where you're coming well, from. Well, that's too. one of the beautiful things about this country. You have so many different dialects and accents in one country that comes together in a built melting pot. That's the United States. Doc in Virginia. Thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry at 888-729-3776. On ESPN Radio, the good doctor who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why, my friend? I feel like it's the Minnesota Vikings because they got a real wide receiver core, and if they don't do something, they're going to lose Jefferson. And I feel like they should get one of them rookie quarterbacks, preferably the one from LSU. Now, I would say this. You never want to lose a guy like Justin Jefferson. Mm Mm-hmm. What I've seen from Jordan Addison, mm. um, also T.J. Hawkinson, they just gave him a deal. I really like what I've seen from those two guys. Justin Jefferson, we do know. And listen, he wants to break the bank, and he deserves every dollar that he's asking for. So if Minnesota doesn't want to give him that money yeah. and they want to put those funds other places, I'm pretty sure they can feel comfortable with how Jordan Addison played this season and also T.J. Hawkinson to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to invest that much money into a wide receiver. Right. But Justin Jefferson is worth every single penny. Yeah, Get no, your yeah. money, J.J. Get your money. And by the way, Minnesota picks 11th in the draft. If a quarterback is there like J.J. McCarthy Michigan, you better draft him. Seriously. You need a successor to Kirk Cousins, no matter how long that's going to take. You need to have somebody that will be there with a still young wide receiver core that's only going to get better if they stay together with the Minnesota Vikings. Deanna in Virginia, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why, my friend? My beloved Washington Commanders. Just because I they're starting a new rim, and I just feel like they really need to at least show some start in a right direction. 
No, I, I agree with you. I'm you with talk her. about the, yep. the Josh Harris group now taking over, Daniel Snyder and those stains that he left within that organization. Mm-hmm. They're trying to move along from those things. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take time. But, mm-hmm. hey, you got to have a franchise quarterback. They're picking number two overall. Mm-hmm. They have to make a pivotal decision of who that quarterback's going to be. You have a new head coach in Dan Quinn, yeah. new play caller in Cliff Kingsbury, new defensive coordinator in Joe Witt. You're going to have to make sure this is a, a very important offseason, draft-wise yeah. and also free agency-wise, because you have a ton of money that you can spend on guys and bring them in. The NFL is always better when Washington is competing. Because of that fan base. That's been a loyal fan base. And they've been completely, completely disrespected by all the toxic years of Dan Snyder running that football team. For the first time in 10 years, maybe even 15, that franchise fan base has hope. There's a light at the end of that tunnel. Whatever cliche you want to use. And also, Harry, would not surprise me if they tried to trade the number one to take Caleb Williams. A kid from that area, the DMV area, having a chance to play for a team in his home area. Don't be surprised if they try to draft pick whip the Chicago Bears and trade into that number one spot. Nothing is off the table if the Washington Commanders can try to do something like that. If that does happen, remember I said it. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. NFC offseason questions. They get their turn at the AFC got their turn 30 minutes ago. That's next. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 